0: You're listening to The One Word Podcast, an outreach ministry of Christ Nation's Church. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another broadcast of The One Word Podcast, and outreach of Christ Nation's Church. I am your host, Pastor Iron Petrie, alongside my wife, Star. Hello. And we are so glad that you have joined us yet again for another podcast. Listen, we ask that you share these podcasts with your family, your friends, and those that you believe could stand some encouragement from the word of the Lord. We do these podcasts as we said, as an outreach to really fill in the blanks sometimes during the course of the week and ministering to people because we know that life happens every day, right? And so we have church services on Sunday and on Wednesdays, but there are a whole lot of days in between. And we like to offer something to, to build your faith, something that you can hear Uh, that encourages you to be able to live in victory during the times in which we live. And we're going to do that very thing today as we get started here on the subject we're going to talk about today. But just before we do, I would remind you to join us on all of our platforms that we're on in this podcast. And we're some of everywhere. I think you can just go (laughs) and you can just take your pick and you'll find one word. uh, The Outreach of Christ Nation Church, the podcast on just about any available podcast platform. And you can visit us there as well as the website, ChristNations.com. Well, dear, we were talking earlier about something that I think we wanted to bring to the public and to share with everyone, uh, that to encourage everybody's faith during this time in which we're seeing so many things with our eyes that contradict hope, Mm -hmm. if you would. Mm -hmm. That there are so many things going on economically, socially, uh, on the global stage as well. Um, that draw a lot of our attention, draw a lot of our concern, uh, draw a lot of prayers and intercessions, which, of course, prayer is always in order. Um, but a lot of the there's a lot of fear, and there's a lot of worry, and there's a lot of anxiety that is building in our uh, society around a lot of the things that we're seeing. But we know as children of God, we do not sorrow, nor do we look at things as those who have no hope and have no promise. And so, uh, we want to try to give you a biblical lens to look through, or a, a, I'll say a faith lens to look through, uh, and all of the things that are going on in society, because sometimes it's so easy to get caught up in what you're hearing. It's so easy to get caught up in the conversations with others. It's so easy to get caught up in what things are are, are looking like they're going to be, <laughs> that we can kind of get bogged down under those things, and we can find ourselves kind of discarding our faith, kind of forgetting who we are and forgetting what we have and forgetting the, the, the victory that we have in Christ Jesus, right? And, and so we have to be reminded of those things, and we want to put ourselves in remembrance of those things, especially during these contradictory times, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, things are volatile, right? And we're looking at, at things that seem to be shifting every day, Right. There's a good report and then there's a negative report that's going to counteract the good report that was just given. And so I think it, at this stage for any believer, obviously, you know, we're, we're not up and down like the stock market. We're not up and down like the world. We choose to put our anchor on the rock, which is Absolutely. Anchor, which is Christ Jesus. And so um, having said that, I think it's so important for us to, I think, remember our praise, because I think in a situation and in a time like this, you know, we can start getting really heady about things, about what we should do and steps we should take. And all of those things, Like I always say, practical things, I'm, I don't want to diminish them or throw them out. That's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But I do think it's important that we return to the fundamentals um, that, can, that can so easily kind of slip when we get into situations that require us to start looking at our pocketbook, thinking about what bills we can pay it at what time trying to figure out how we're going to make it to work with gas prices being what they are. I I think in those situations, you know, you have to go back to what are my fundamentals, right? Loving God, loving people, but also making sure that I put a praise first, Mm -hmm. right? Before I even go to God with situations, because he knows what I need before I even tell him what I need, that I make sure that I create an atmosphere that says, no, Lord, I worship you because you're first Mm -hmm. and because I want you to manifest. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't fear and doubt and all of that to manifest. I want you to manifest. So I create an environment with what I say, with the praise that I have on my lips, with the worship that I put first um, in in really magnifying him and making him bigger than the situation.
0: Absolutely. And, and understanding that that's a part of seeking the kingdom, you know, because the Bible tells me that, in, of course, in Matthew six thirty three, that if seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. And that is a, a button or a pin at the end of a chapter in which Jesus begins to explain to us the difference in mindset between the way we should think and the Gentile world or the world without a covenant or outside of God. And of course, everybody can walk uh, in this covenant. Everyone can be. Um, everyone is created in, by God, but not everybody walks with Him. Not everybody. Uh, embraces his kingdom purposes, his principles, his ways. And so everybody could, but not everybody does. And so, you know, those of us who have sought his kingdom, those of us who do know him as Savior and Lord, we're to look at things differently. We're to um, approach things differently, that we have a different mindset, that when there's inflation and when there's uh, all of the things that we're seeing go on, we don't sit back and start wringing our hands, like you said, in fear and worry about it. We have to make sure that we We adjust ourselves and we establish ourselves in what thus saith the Lord. And that's the reason why we can praise, because we're people of promise, that we have a promise concerning the things in our lives. There's one verse of scripture that I wanted to bring uh, to everyone's attention here. It's found in Jeremiah 17. And this is the prophet Jeremiah giving us uh, prophetically, just the, some of the most powerful yet simple instruction for those of us who are children of God, especially when you're going through difficult times. And it's Jeremiah 17, I'm going to read with uh, beginning with verse five, but it goes down through verse eight and that's where I'll stop. It says, thus saith the Lord, Cursed be the man that trusteth in man and maketh flesh his arm and whose heart departeth from the Lord. For he shall be like the heath in the desert, or the shrub in the desert, and shall not see when good cometh, but shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness, in the sand la- in the salt land, and not inhabit it. Then it says, but blessed is the man that trusteth in the Lord, and whose hope the Lord is. For he shall be like a tree, planted by waters, that spreadeth out her roots by the river, and shall not see when heat cometh, but her leaf shall be green, and shall not be careful in the year of drought or fearful, neither shall cease from yielding fruit. So here, the prophet Jeremiah gives a a snapshot of someone who trusts in man and someone who trusts in the Lord. Now notice he said, the person who trusts in man will not see when good cometh, uh, meaning that the person will not they're hopeless. Mm-hmm. So when you're trusting in the flesh, that means you believe the flesh. That means your you, uh, your broadcast. I mean, not broadcast, but your your forecast is based upon the flesh. So when the flesh says no, you're hopeless. Mm-hmm. So when the flesh says high inflation, you're hopeless. So when the flesh says you can't, you won't. It's going to get worse. You're hopeless because you're leaning on the report of the flesh. Mm -hmm. And if you're leaning on the report of the flesh, you won't have hope. You won't see when good cometh. Or in other words, you won't see any good coming. (laughs) You You won't believe any good's coming. You won't think any good's coming. You won't... You, you you'll think, oh you you know, I've got to dig a hole and I've got to climb in that hole and I gotta fill it with as much survival as I can because at the end of the day, this is all going to hell in a handbasket, as they, they say. But the man who trusts in the Lord, the Bible says he has a different outcome. He has a different perspective, he has a different forecast because he is like a tree planted by the waters that spreads out its root by the river and shall not see when heat cometh. Doesn't worry about the heat. Doesn't worry about the problems. Doesn't worry about the forecast. Doesn't worry about the prognosticators and who's saying what and what they're saying. His leaf shall be green and and, and shall not be careful or fearful in the year or season or time of drought. When a tree is planted by a river, and the tree is planted by waters, it is not concerned. It's not concerned about what's going on externally, Mm -hmm. what's going on in the weather necessarily. Why? Because it's found a source of supply, right? And so it shall not cease, he says at the end, and shall not cease from yielding fruit. So here there is a promise to the child of God that trusts or leans on the Lord, that even in the midst of drought, in the midst of circumstances and situations in the world around you that are contradictory, you can go on bearing fruit. You can go on without fear. You can go on without worry without stress, and you can move forward in life and maintain hope right. that you don't have to sit back and look at the news and go, oh my God, what are we going to do? Well, I know exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to sink these roots of mine deep in this river. <laughs> I'm going to sink the roots of my faith deep in the river of God's word, God's love, and God's spirit. And I'm going to live from there. Because I see that the world's source and resources cannot be dependent upon. So I'm going to have to trust God.
1: Yeah, and Jeremiah echoes what you find in Psalms 1, right? That that whatever you do, if you're that tree planted by rivers of water, that whatsoever that you do, it prospers. And that's really what we're, you know what we as children of faith have to hold fast to, right? Because I'm going to walk in the wisdom that God provides. So when I put my hand to something, I expect for fruit to be born Mm. because that's God. He's going to cultivate for me in areas where everyone else sees lack. There's cultivation for me. There's produce for me um, because God is faithful in that way. So, you know, as you go through these times and, and certainly, you know, I would suggest that everybody kind of turn off the news and not even worry about it. Right. But we make sure that we, um, that, like I said, we have a praise and we know that God is, is working for us, that he is good and that his thoughts towards us are ones that are, are thoughts that prosper us. Amen. Have, that give us a living hope. We have a living Amen. hope in Christ Jesus. And so we want to make sure that, that as we, um, consider these things, that we put those things first. Those, the, the thoughts that God thinks towards me are always first. And if I ever get, um, scared or feel a little trepidation or I start to doubt. And that's what the word of God is for. Yeah, I got to open up this book and say, well, wait a minute. Hold on. Let me, <laughs> let me find out what God says about me before I start believing what the world is saying about me. Um, so I want to pull out just one other scripture, babe, if I can. Yeah, And I want to take us to Psalms 5, um, verse 11.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um,
1: and it says, but let all those rejoice who put their trust in you and let them ever shout for joy because you defend them. And let those also who love your name be joyful in Now, what is that?
0: That's Psalms 5?
1: Psalms 5, 11. Yeah.
0: Okay. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I just wanted to make sure I was in the right place. Go All ahead.
1: The, and, and then for you, O Lord, will bless the righteous with favor. You will surround him as with a shield. And so there is there is protection and there is great joy, right, in the kingdom. And yeah. so I think if we really want to show the devil anything, we have to make sure that we keep joy as the strength of our life, right? That I'm just not going to get depressed. I'm not going to feel oppressed. I'm not going to submit to any bad report. Mm. I'm going to have the joy of the Lord about it because his favor is surrounding me like a shield. That Mm. means everywhere that I go, God is, he's ever present. He wants to provide. And so, you know, again, just extending to, to everyone that there is a, there is a, there is a rest for us as people of God, right? Amen. But we have to take hold of that through faith. And and really by the joy and how do we how do we keep joy in our lives I think I think honestly I think that's why God gave us psalms and hymns and spiritual songs I yeah. think I think the whole point is is to help to encourage us and to stir us up in our faith right But yeah. there's just something about singing there just is yeah. that you can enter into um, worship and suddenly you forget what's going on God meets you there It's amazing yeah, how it's when amen. you when you lift Him up. Um, you invite his presence and he's so faithful to always make himself available, mm-hmm. right? Because he wants you to know that he's, that he's there and he knows exactly what's going on. So I would just encourage people, um, to, to really focus on maintaining their joy, right? Cause just like Dr. Savell says that if it, if he, devil can't take your joy, he can't steal your goods. No. He can't no, steal and, anything.
0: And in that, and in that particular position in joy, I mean, when are you more likely to hear the voice of the Lord? When you're walking around overwhelmed with grief and worry and and stress and and you're sitting up there and, and you feel like everything's piling on top of you and there's nothing to do, nowhere to go, or you're walking around abounding in your joy. Mm-hmm. I think I think joy is the environment in which God's voice comes through much clearer. Absolutely. That when you're walking around and you're you're ref, you're refusing, I, I like to when I, when I think of joy, I always see a, a stopper in the water. It's like you know, no no matter how deep you drag that stopper, when you let it go, <laughs> it's coming right back to the top. Mm-hmm. That's just a buoyancy that you can't take away from someone who's walking in joy. That it doesn't matter how deep the waters get you just keep floating on the top and that's the power of the joy of the lord that's the power and the strength but that joy is a byproduct of trust it's a byproduct of understanding who you are what you have and 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 like jeremiah encourages us to do putting those roots down in the word of god that you're trusting and leaning on him Mm -hmm. that if i'm going to lean on anything it's just like anything else in life from a practical perspective. If you're tired of standing on your own and, you're wanting, and you need to lean on something, right. you don't just lean on anything. Right? <laughs> you, you find something that can hold you up mm-hmm. to lean on. And I'm telling you, leaning on God, leaning on his promise, leaning toward his presence, leaning into joy, leaning into worship, leaning into him is what's going to sustain you. Not not leaning the opposite direction because it cannot be dependent upon uh, these things are, are these things are vain these things are, are futile out in this world mm-hmm. system and you know I, I, and I was praying about this and it, while you were talking and it, it came back to me and I was praying about this last week because there seems to be so much going on in the world that really is shaking our trust in the flesh mm-hmm. right and. And when you're so used to living your life with certain things, dependable, pretty consistent, mm-hmm. you you get to the point where you're very comfortable, right? And your comfort um, kind of gets you to the place where the maintenance of your faith is not on the forefront of your to-do list, mm-hmm. right? Because it's like, you know, you're comfortable, everything's okay, and then all of a sudden, things start getting shaken up. You look out, and your economy is, sh- is shaken up. Society is shaken. There's wars and rumors of wars. There's always wars and rumors of wars. But now there's wars and rumors of wars that are preeminent in the news and preeminent in your in your mind. And 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 there are things going on all around you. And so all of a sudden, this comfort, because the flesh has been somewhat predictable, is gone. And and I think this is a good place for people whether we know it or not it's a good place for all of us especially those of us who are of the household of faith because this is where god can show himself strong not only on our behalf but strong as a sign to the world mm-hmm. to call them into that ark if you would right right to to say look You've been trusting in flesh, you've been trusting in the things of the world, you've been trusting in systems and ideas and operations, and you've been trusting in organizations and, and, and worldly organisms, even, you know, and you've you've got all of these things, right? But all of those things are shaking and all of those things are shifting and changing, your faith should only be in one place, mm-hmm. right? And that's in the word of God. In his kingdom because it's unshakable and unchangeable. And so I want to encourage people as we get ready to close this uh, particular podcast out. I want to encourage people that in this time in which it's very easy for you to be leaning toward the things that are actually causing you fear. (laughs) Because I don't know what it is about us, but there's this tendency in the flesh that is to where when things are going on, we actually... We pursue the thing that is scaring us. Like we we lean into that more. We want to hear more about it. We, (laughs) We want to talk more about it. We want more conversations about it. But instead of leaning into that and leaning toward those things, begin to lean on the promise of God. Begin to lean on his provision in your life and be like this tree planted by the water and begin to lean into, as my wife says, your praise, your joy, that who you are in Christ, that irrepressible joy, For the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. And that joy lives on the inside of you. That joy is in your heart. And as a child of God, you have to let that joy become the thing that leads you, that guides you, that becomes the strength that keeps you buoyant. It keeps you on top of circumstances and situations during these trying times. And so we want to encourage you with this child of God that in this time, lean into God and lean on his promises.
1: Yeah. And I just would, would say, make sure that, you know, you you employ it daily. Right. Some th- the, the easiest thing to do, the easiest thing to do is to not worry about trying to, to ace it every time as much as it is trying to be mindful of it yeah, every time. That's right? right. It's not that I get it right every time, but it is that. I mean, I might get caught up in a conversation about gas prices or or food prices or supply chains, but then I have to come to myself and say, well, wait a minute. No, no, no. I'm not believing that negative report. I really do trust God to supply all of my needs. Right, all of my needs, no matter what it is, and so I would just encourage you to to put that into practice on a daily basis. That it's not to say that you can't have those conversations or 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 that you won't get involved in those types sure. of discussions, but it is to say that some people know, have to, and some people have it's to their jobs, Absolutely. You know, they,
0: they're they're constantly uh, confronting the issues of the time because the. the their jobs depend upon it. They have to read things. They have to get information about certain things sure. and shipping and so forth and etc. And and so they're in front of it every day. So what you're saying is so important. But I I was. I just thought about that. Go ahead. You didn't no, have no, to no. stop. I just,
1: no, I'm just saying. Just wanting to to again implore people to just exercise your joy because you can't you can't wait until you know something really catastrophic happens to try Amen. to exercise joy. You have to exercise joy every day with every instance and as you do that it becomes your default right it's exactly Mm. what you're going to do anytime something comes up because that's the way you've programmed your heart and your mind
0: wow yeah that's so good and it's so important like I said and especially for those of you like I was saying that that you are dealing with this where you you do have to have conversations you do have to be concerned about fuel you have to it's your life it's your job it's your occupation there's so many people out there uh, they have to look at those prices and look at the the issues going on every day face-to-face because it's mm-hmm. what they do, you especially have to exercise that joy on a daily basis, right? Mm-hmm. And you have to constantly put yourself in remembrance of the big God you serve. <laughs> Amen. Because he is well able to supply your needs and to lead and guide you. And, and, and you know, this is a benefit, and I'll close with this. When you start to exercise your joy, as you're saying, and you start to to make that a daily routine, The thing that begins to happen is the Spirit of God then begins to lead and guide you, Mm -hmm. sometimes in unconventional ways. So you have to stay open to the guidance of the Spirit, that even in your business, in your endeavors, those of you that are having to deal with all these things, God will lead you to do things that will save you money, earn you more money, that steer you around the loss that is happening in so many other different areas. And he will lead you into a wealthy place, and he will lead you beside still waters in the midst of a, of a turbulent hurricane of problems <laughs> <laughs> and issues that are going on in the world. But it happens, as you say, you lean in to exercising your joy and your faith in God's promise over your life. Well, God bless you guys out there that are listening. Thank you for the CNC family and those of you who are sharing these podcasts with your family and friends. I pray that this word has been uplifting and enlightening for you during this time, that you take these 20 minutes to really say, you know what? I, I, I need to make sure that I, I re-up my joy. I got I got to lean back into that. I got to lean into the promise of God concerning my life because his promise is sure. And so until next time, we love you guys. God bless you. We are praying for you and everyone that is out there listening. Because indeed, these are trying times, but our God is greater. And that greater God is on the inside of you. And greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. God bless. We'll see you next time.
1: Thank you for joining the podcast. If you were blessed and encouraged by what you heard, we invite you to share this message and subscribe in your favorite podcast app. Be sure to visit ChristNations.com for all the latest messages and happenings with our ministry. And engage with us on all our social media platforms on Facebook at CNCTXK, and on YouTube at Christ Nations Church. We look forward to connecting with you. And remember, one word from God can change your life forever.